you're listening to The Brand Cure. I'm your host, Ashley Chimey, and I'm here to help you embrace your vision, tell your story, and build your one-of-a-kind brand so you can thrive by being you and leave your mark on the world. Welcome back to The Brand Cure. This is episode seven. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about decluttering your business. Decluttering can actually help you hear yourself more clearly. We are all inundated in this online space with opinions and information and getting some of that off of our plates. It's easier to hear your own voice and find confidence in what you have to say. So As we get into this conversation about decluttering your business, I have invited a friend of mine, Michelle Mounier. So Michelle is an expert in simplicity for your business. She helps entrepreneurs declutter and streamline their businesses so that they can live more simply, intentionally, and joyfully. Because we all want our businesses to support our lives and our goals, right? We don't want them to take over and become a source of stress. So managing your business sustainably and simply is super worthwhile, not just for your brand, but for your business and your life. And Michelle is an expert in making this happen for you so that you can move forward with more clarity and confidence. Michelle is simply a delight and she's joining us from Australia today. And she's one of my favorite people that I've met in this online journey. So I can't say enough good things about her, Um, but let's go ahead and bring her in. So welcome, Michelle. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for having me and thank you for that amazing intro. So Michelle, why don't we start out with you telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So I am a stay-at-home mom. I've got two young ones um, and I decided to start my online business because I wanted to be home with my kids and I also had gotten a bit burned out at my previous job. I was a diversional therapist in dementia care. And so I just needed something else to feel like I could use my adult brain and contribute to the world without stepping back into that actual job. So I came online and tried to do everything myself, got super overwhelmed and just realized that I was not enjoying my business anymore and something had to give. So I kind of scrapped everything, went back to basics, and it changed my life. So now I want to teach other women how to do that too, how to reduce the overwhelm in their business so they can A, enjoy their work, and B, not be stressed out all the time in the rest of their lives. Because when you work for yourself, it carries over into every aspect of your life, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that a lot of ears are perking up (laughs) to hear you talk about enjoying your business more. Um, So can you talk to us a little bit about why it matters to um, remove some of that clutter and to streamline your business, like some of the benefits of decluttering? Yeah, so there are so many benefits. You hit on one of the biggest ones um, about how it can really enhance your brand if you remove some of the like digital clutter and also social media clutter. That is a huge one. If you can just remove a lot of the noise, it makes comparisonitis not such a big thing. So you get to hear your own voice a bit better, figure out what you really want, what you really believe, and how you specifically in your own unique way can help your clients. And that just really makes your brand so much stronger because it's uniquely you. You're not kind of filtering other people's voices into your own message. That totally makes sense. And from a branding perspective, 
um, so much of the fight and some of the so much of the struggle is trying to quiet down everyone else's voice so you can start to get a sense of what your own unique take is. And so getting rid of some of that noise can help you find that that voice inside, that truth inside that you want to share with people. Yes, that's exactly it. And it boosts your confidence as well. When you know exactly what you're talking about and what you have to offer and what you love to share as well, it makes it easier to promote your work confidently because it's coming from your heart, not from like expectations you've put on yourself. Yes. And also another part of the simplified business model, I call it a minimalist business model, is that you don't have so many offers. So I only have one freebie on offer. Doesn't mean you have to do that, but breaking things down and keeping it super simple um, means there's only one sales funnel I'm running. So that whole process can be automated and that just reduces overwhelm immensely. So that boosts my confidence because I only have one specific freebie and a couple of offers that I'm promoting all the time. So I'm not getting confused thinking, oh, did I promote this yesterday? I know exactly what I'm doing, when I need to do it. And that just, oh, it's a like I breathe a sigh of relief every day <laughs> because I know what I'm doing and how I need to do it and I feel good about it. Because when you're constantly getting input from other people, you feel like you have to do everything. And just because it worked for someone else, it must work for you. But that's not always the case. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yes. So can you share with us some of the signs to look for that tell you that it's time to declutter? Maybe some of the problems that come up um, that kind of let you know, okay, it's time to take a step back and reduce some of this noise? Absolutely. The main one is overwhelm. If you're feeling like your to-do list is never ending, you shut your computer at the end of the day and you're still worrying about all the things you didn't get done that you have to do the next day. Um, if you're not sure what tasks to focus on first, if you have like 20 tabs open on your computer because we've all been there, right? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it super hard to be productive and then you get flustered because you're feeling like you're not being as productive as you should be, and then you get down on yourself, and that's kind of like a vicious circle. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're not sure what to focus on first, decluttering and simplifying your business makes it so much easier to know exactly what you need to do every day to focus on those money-making tasks so you actually move your business forward <laughs> um, and you're not just kind of, I don't know, feeling like you're on the hamster wheel the whole time, just spinning your wheels, working, 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 but not actually making progress. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of us can relate to. So I can totally see how you get into this cycle too, because when you first started online business, I don't know if this was your experience, but when I started, I was just constantly absorbing information. I was constantly signing up for things. I was joining classes. I was taking courses. I was getting, you know, everything that I could to learn as much as I could about managing this online space. And once I knew what I was doing, once I had my footing, it just was all still there, making everything so much more difficult. Do you find that that's kind of where it all begins for people? How would you say that that cycle begins? I definitely think it starts there. You hit the nail on the head because we jump in with such enthusiasm and we're so like passionate and carried away by the potential of what your online business can offer. Then we're so enthusiastic and we want to learn everything and do everything perfectly. But at the end of the day, 
where you're at now requires you to know like maybe one or two things. And then once you've mastered those, then you can take the next step and start learning the next things. But we try typically to do it all at once. So if you've found that you've got like a million freebies you've signed up for and you're sitting on a webinar thinking, I actually already know this. What am I doing here? (laughs) It's time to step back, stop signing up for stuff and start listening to what you already know. You've got to trust yourself. That is the key, trusting yourself that you actually know more than you think you do and you already have what it takes to make this work if you can just focus and believe it. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I feel like, so every time I am working with someone who's a little bit new, we kind of work on, okay, here's what you're going to do this week. And, um, you know, I kind of send them off and they just hit the ground running and they quickly realize that they know more than they thought that they did, which is kind of amazing. I think we all have this intuition that we don't even necessarily realize that we have. We tend to just tune into what everybody else is thinking and saying. And when we can kind of reduce some of that, everything goes a lot more smoothly. Yeah, I think it's so common pretty much for every single one of us. So you mentioned how you got started in this direction and you know you started a business because you wanted to be home with your kids and had a very different business model but then through the process of decluttering you found some new clarity that helped you move forward in this new direction can you give us a little bit more of the context for that how that gave you more clarity and what that looked like yeah so well i guess from the beginning when i started my online business i had the intention of running courses doing a very passive model like developing a digital product line things like that um and i kind of immersed myself into this world and discovered coaching which i did didn't even know existed before that um and so after a while i thought oh i could do that i kind of built my confidence to a point where I felt like I could do coaching. So I launched myself into that. And then I realized that was not why I started this business in the first place. Doing coaching means I'm not spending that time with my kids. So it just started to make me feel guilty. And so Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't promote enough. And then I wouldn't get clients because I wasn't promoting consistently. And then I'd feel guilty about that. And I just started to feel so overwhelmed that I almost gave up on the whole thing. So I stopped. I closed my Facebook group because it wasn't converting because I wasn't giving it the time that it needed. Um, And I closed my services page and I just stepped back. And that just shutting down those two things that had been really overwhelming me allowed me to figure out why I actually started this business in the first place and what I actually wanted to do. Because sometimes you think, oh, I can do that. So you do, when just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean that you should. Right, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so just decluttering all of those things, simplifying what I had to deal with day to day and basically just putting my business on hold gave me the space I needed to think clearly and that changed everything. So I just realized that I needed to create my business based on my capacity now. And my capacity now was only a few hours a week. Like I had two and a quarter hours a week of kid-free time to run my business. So I needed to make it as simple as possible and then 
as I get more time, as my capacity increases, I can scale things and add on more to the business model. But for peace of mind and my own mental health, I needed to simplify it. And so having that time to think clearly is really what changed my life and my business. Wow. Yeah, I can totally see how you would need to be as streamlined as possible with that little time each week among kids and everything else that you have going on. So once someone decides, okay, I want this for my business, I want this for my life, how do you actually go about deciding what to keep and what to let go of? That's a really great question. And I guess it's a little bit different for everyone, probably depending on like how many arms of your business you have. But the basic steps that I would teach is first to declutter a little bit because small wins immensely boost your motivation and your confidence. So I have a decluttering workbook um, that can help people take those first steps, like just reducing social media input a little bit, removing yourself from groups that are not encouraging you or teaching you what you need to know at this point that you're in right now, turning off notifications, um, only checking your emails once a day for a set amount of time, um, going through the files on your computer and getting rid of all the freebies you've signed up for but never completed or ones that you've already completed and you've moved past, deleting all of the content that you've created but then a second guess yourself and never put it out into the world. <laughs> so simplifying and decluttering all of those things, which you can do really quickly and notice a big difference really fast too. Um, and once you've done that, you kind of think, oh, that feels so much better. What's next? It's like when you clean your house and you look around and you think, oh, I'm really amazing. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> you can do that with your business as well, have that spacious feeling. So once you've done that, then I suggest doing a joy audit. So you walk through and look at every aspect of your business, decide what's working, what's not working, what you enjoy doing, what plays to your strengths and what you really hate doing. And then you can think about how each of those things is actually impacting your business. Is it helping or is it hindering? So I like to say, ask yourself, is this actually helping me, bringing me joy and benefit in my business or is it actually adding stress and overwhelm because once you ask yourself and give yourself an honest answer it can be really easy to let things go and once you've done that you kind of break it down back to the bones and start thinking about your funnel like I suggest having just one freebie in the beginning and then a nurture sequence that takes people from that freebie to a low-priced offer then to an optional mid-priced offer, and then to your signature service or program. And all of that can actually be automated. So that just means that where you're at now, you have control of all of that. And then as you have the capacity, you can add on more things. So that's the basic model I would suggest. And then do you typically, would you typically recommend that somebody space that out or schedule that out over a period of time? Or would you recommend kind of sitting down and committing a block of time, say two or three days to doing this process? What seems to work best? So if you have the time, I would say just make the decision and go for it all at once because you make a decision and then if you don't act on it straight away, all the doubts start to creep in and you start to second guess yourself. I would say don't let that happen. I only had, like I said, a couple of hours a week of kid-free time. So for me, it was spaced out. 
but I definitely think doing it in a block of time is the best way to go because then you can really see the benefits and keep going on that like inspiration and motivation. Yeah. Okay. So if you can kind of do it all in one go, or at least as quickly as possible, that's, I guess that's going to set you up for more success in the weeks to come and the months to come. Yeah. Um, as opposed to spacing it out over time when you're not really going to see the benefit as quickly. Exactly. And why keep feeling overwhelmed any longer than you have to? Like you deserve to be feeling good and making profit right away. So jump on it. Yeah, totally. So you talked a little bit about starting small with your files, decluttering some of your files, getting rid of some of the things that you don't need, um, maybe reducing Facebook group notifications. And um, it's actually really helped me to start unfollowing some people or hiding their posts if they are either a distraction or they cause me to second guess myself. Um, and I know that I've been recommending this to some of the people that I um, have consulted with, some of my clients, to just reduce the amount of anything that keeps you from moving forward. It can really help you gain some mental space so that you're not constantly getting inundated with notifications that aren't serving you. Absolutely. I totally did that too and it was amazing. So I tend to recommend that you reduce the information overload that you're putting on yourself and choose like three to four influencers who are teaching content that benefits you where you're at right now and remove as much of everything else as you can. Because if you're just starting your business, you don't need to know how to handle 100 clients in a day, like <laughs> all of those things that are way down the track, just focus on where you're at now. So if you can choose just a few influencers who are benefiting you right now, it reduces the information overload and you actually learn something because you know what to focus on. Yeah, allowing the future to be the future. So as someone is moving through this process of letting go of some things, decluttering, inevitably, I imagine that resistance comes up, you know, oh, I don't want to get rid of this because I need it, or I don't want to get rid of this because everyone else in my industry is using this, or, you know, whatever kind of floats to mind as the reason that you shouldn't get rid of something that's not serving you anymore. So how do you deal with that resistance? Yeah, so I see that a lot because I mean, we put our heart and soul into everything we create. So when you've built up something, you don't want to just let it go. Um, I let Marie Kondo inspire me in this. She teaches that when you're getting rid of things that are no longer serving you in your home, just to thank them and release them with gratitude. And I thought, that makes me feel good in my house. Why can't I do that in my business as well? So I think if you can just look at whatever aspect you're considering letting go of because you don't need it right now. Just feel grateful that it's got you to where you are and know that getting rid of it now doesn't mean you can't start it up again later because you've already created this once. What makes you think you can't do that again? But if it's adding overwhelm right now, it's not actually benefiting you. So focus on where you are now so you can actually move forward. And then I think it frees you up to do it even better down the track if you do decide to bring that element back into your business. The really important thing to remember is have a look at every process you do in your business and think, how can I make this easier? How can I achieve the same outcome with fewer steps. And there are tools to help with all of that. 
like for client onboarding, Acuity is amazing. And there's other scheduling tools too, but so that you're not going back and forth. Does this time work? Does this time work? Because like I'm in Australia and I know time zones are a major headache. So things like that, there are so many tools and systems that will actually simplify your life, but make sure that it is simplifying your life. Like sometimes we'll hear about a new tool that sounds amazing and someone else can't live without it. So we start using it. It's actually just another way of doing something we were already doing well. So just make sure with any tools that you ask yourself the question, is this going to make my life easier? And if it does, then use it. So I'm sure that a lot of us can really relate to just the sheer number of demands on our time. We all probably have people emailing us, reaching out to us, asking questions, looking for support and things like that. So we all want to provide support. We all want to be serving. How do you deal with some of that? Do you, do you handle decluttering some of those demands on your time? Absolutely. So there are lots of different ways to look at this. Um, with clients, that is a huge one. I know when I was doing client work, it's really important to put boundaries on your time and the expectations your clients can have of you. So having like in your contracts, um, an expectation set of when they can t- contact you and a time frame of when you will respond makes it really clear. So they know what to expect of you. And you know that if they're like, pressuring you too much, you can actually say, well, in the contract, I'm able to help you in this way. Um, So it just sort of clears things up and makes it a lot easier to handle. And another way that you can sort of put boundaries around your time is to utilize things like automated responses. Like you can do that for Facebook Messenger through your business page um, because people will expect a response right away. But if you have like an automated response that goes out straight away, they feel heard and they know that you'll get to them eventually. Um, And also, if you find that you're being asked the same question over and over, make yourself a fax page, an FAQ page that you can send people to whenever you're getting the same questions. So that really protects your time and at the same time makes the client experience really good because you're proactive about answering their questions. Right, right. And your time is really your most valuable asset when you're, especially if you're a solopreneur, when you're working by yourself, once you get to the point where you start outsourcing some things, then you, you know, you really have reached a point where your time is the most valuable resource in the business. Um, But especially in those early days, I think systematizing and automating has been just a game changer for me in terms of, you know, not having to repeat myself all the time because I have some of that language just ready to go. Yeah, it's definitely helped me immeasurably. Okay, Michelle, this has been super, super helpful. And I have no doubt that we've all gotten a lot out of all of your wisdom and all of your insight. So where can people find you? And are you on social media? Can they find your website? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah. So if you would like to start simplifying your own life, then I have a free workbook that you would be welcome to pick up. It's at michellemuniacompany.com slash decluttering. But also you can just find me at my website or I'm on Instagram at Michelle Munya Company. Find me anywhere and I would love to get to know you and hear from you. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. And do you have any other final words of wisdom that you'd like to share with us? Oh, my main 
piece of wisdom is just to trust yourself. Don't feel like you have to do absolutely everything just because everyone else seems to be. Figure out what works for you because that is what's going to get you to that dream life that you're working towards. So trust yourself and just go for it. You can do it. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining me today on the Brand Cure podcast. Thank you for having me. It was such a joy. I hope that you're feeling as inspired as I am to take control of the clutter in your business and create new space so that you can breathe easier and show up with more intention in your brand and your business. If you enjoyed this episode today, please write a review. Your review would mean the world to me and also help others find the show. Just go to the show page and then scroll down until you see write a review. Thank you so much in advance. And thank you for listening to The Brand Cure. This is Ashley Chimey reminding you that you have something special to share with the rest of us and the world is waiting for you. Don't forget to be awesome. I'll see you next time.